And we are a go. Catherine. Go, go, go. Will. Lead us off. Uh, hello, it's it's Catherine, yet again, here with um, my secretary, Will, uh, for another episode of Vanderpod. We're talking Vanderpod, and joining us this week, second ever guest. Very special guest. It is Bridget Reed of Vogue.com. Bridget, welcome to the Vanderpod. Hi, so, so excited. Second guest? That's annoying. No, it's very cool. I forgot it wasn't first. We were, actu- oh, well. we're actually ranking them in... A- oh, ascending okay, okay, order okay, so this is kind of or or descending i always fuck that up so basically like it's a countdown and so yeah definitely well second guess but probably the leading expert mm. on the cultural phenomenon that is vanderpump rules in america thank you so much you wrote uh what i think is you know the definitive profile absolutely of the cast i nagged i nagged will to read it in full for many weeks and i think he eventually clicked on it so (laughs) (laughs) but yeah you wrote font was very small yeah no i I zoomed in you know i I did the old but honestly honestly like i loved bridget's piece on the show and it it spurred me onward even more because like it was packaged so well and also it just like captured the absurdity of like the circus like you had these scenes it's been a while since i've read it but you had these scenes of like they were getting spray tans and like you know it really captured like the unreal realism of the whole thing um in a way that i loved well yeah you've you've peered beyond the veil Mm -hmm. and you've 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 met the cast and the producers she knows she knows secrets you know secrets you know where the bodies are buried we'll see what we can you know get out of you uh as as this episode yeah uh, i can't cross bravo because i will never jeopardize my relationship with bravo well they're they're like the cosa nostra right yeah there are some things that i will go to my grave not revealing because I well just write it in your will right 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 or like maybe my tell all one day (laughs) but yeah no i have to keep them sweet gotta get my screeners now you've got me very intrigued you know yeah how bad how bad can it possibly be they're like talk talk later just like you know probably like the extent of jax's um allergies (laughs) well Um, i was gonna say more um (laughs) i was was gonna say more about you know andy cohen and you know Oh, mm. no, mm. it's more like there are just certain things about how the sausage gets made, the sausage being the, the television, that they just, you know, they like you to keep mm-hmm. keep it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so the people keep coming back for more, and I support that. Yeah, absolutely, because you were there, remind me, for, uh, you said you were there when they filmed the iconic kind of group shot that yes. they show at multiple times during the episode. And you also watch some of the filming of this, yes. this current season, well, correct? So they, they don't let any press when they're filming the show okay. because it's just too complicated with the cameras. Mm-hmm. Are there a lot, there are a lot of cameras involved. No, uh, they have a really complicated setup in all the restaurants, which mm-hmm. is actually really impressive. They always, and not just the Sir restaurants, but wherever they film, they go in and they do a pre thing where they hook up lights mm-hmm. and like so. There aren't actually that many ca- big cameras in their faces. Right. It's pretty natural, uh, but they just don't. You know, they do like refilm some things and like people say hi more than once, and I just think they don't really want press on set right. for that. So what they let us do was be there for when they shoot what they call are the main titles. So mm-hmm. that was in Sir. And then I spent two days with them getting ready and doing the, you know, the spray tanning and, and went to the barbershop with the guys. And then we ate two meals, two full meals at Tom Tom, which was a lot of Tom Tom. I didn't see, I didn't even know we were, I was saying during the episode, and I've said on the pod before, Tom Tom was my favorite of the three <laughs> Vanderpump properties that we went to, which again is not saying a ton. Vanderpump properties. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I d- but I didn't even know that they served food. Is oh, there yeah. like only a dinner hour? Was it <laughs> was it good? Oh, at, at Tom Tom? Yeah, or it's, do they have it's bar like food? This, well, like, no, it's it's a full menu, but it's uh, described as co- uh, elevated comfort food. So they were really interested mm-hmm. in us eating this. It's in the story. It's like a it's a Taco Bell item that's like a chalupa, <laughs> a crunch wrap, gordita crunch wrap. And they had an elevated one. Okay. So it's, there's I'm, kale I'm, in there. I'm envisioning it right now. Uh, Sandoval <laughs> is just like, Bridget, you got to sit down. We're going to first, we're going to bring you some of the most pimp 
chill, sexy jalapeno poppers you're ever going to try. But it's got like a smoked Gouda and CBD oil inside. <laughs> that is disturbingly accurate. Isn't, isn't that pretty good? I am upset by that. Because <laughs> he was sitting next to me too. I sat next to Sandoval. Oh yeah, I have this like, we were at the this big table in the back. Did you make a seating chart? No, it's in, I mean, it's emblazoned in my memory, but that was the point in the piece where oh, I was like, oh, were, this is where, this is where it's crazy. Big yep. table and back. Oh yeah. 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 And that's, that is the first time that was like our dinner after the first day. And that was when I was like, this is fucking crazy that these people are real, but it also makes perfect sense that they're real. Cause that's their whole right. thing. But they also seem hyper real. It's funny you mentioned that table because Again, I was uh, pretty drunk by the time we got up to Tom Tom. It was our third stop of the night. That's the only good thing you can say about the drinks. Well, but there was this <laughs> elevated table. We were sitting in that back room, and that's where the hangers on were. Oh yeah, 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 and yeah. yeah. When, so, that is so funny. That's that's like absolutely when, intentional. When you're sitting at the king's table, <laughs> the first thing that's going to happen is we're going to bring out a bunch of beer battered, cornflake dipped chicken tenders with a spicy wasabi sriracha sauce with cbd oil <laughs> and we're gonna bring that out no lisa is not convinced a... by well, cbd oil this we had not, this is not canon we had to do these shots where you take a bite of a <gasps> it's called a shanghai fuck i'm gonna fuck it up it's like a it's Seems like a, a blossomy little... flower thing where you take a bite of it and it numbs your mouth and then you take a shot <laughs> So it's like it's a, called it's a buzz like a, button. The Szechuan peppercorns. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's like a little yellow flower sort of. Um, it's to distract from how bad the drink tastes. Everyone enjoyed it except me. I told them it felt like my mouth filled up with blood. That's <laughs> how it felt. So okay, this next shot, your mouth will fill with blood, <laughs> and it'll have like a nice note of iron. Who else is that? That's Tom Sandoval, but that's gin. someone else. Okay, I don't know. I just, this is this is my Sandoval thing. I gotta uh, do it. Sandoval and, and Ted Bundy. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. San, like the the Sandoval and like Tom Tom, like like the menu item and drink items is one of my favorite thing that yeah to to elaborate and imagine. Uh, Sandoval and Ted Bundy, two men who could hit me with their cars, and I couldn't even be mad about it. The Sandoval tapes are Just coming soon. Kidding. Uh so So yeah, uh but but yeah, you you were standing there when when they filmed the ironic opening the, not the ironic, the iconic <laughs> It's not ironic at all. Absolutely not ironic. <laughs> well that's why I love it, isn't it? <laughs> but uh the iconic Just Raise Your Glass opening title shot where they're all there, like or you didn't? <laughs> no, you you just threw me off because just raise your glass is from pink. A pink oh, this song. Is just raise your glass. This is just yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yes, I was there for that. Um, and they filmed all day, and it was this whole production, and they had all their you know glam squads and stuff, and they were like really hopped up on the what from energy. what I could tell energy drinks, but energy who drinks. knows? But then they were also going to different places around the neighborhood while they were waiting for people to do their own little thing and drinking, and so yeah, it was. They were they're all just they're all like they're they're like a baseball team. There's just there's every yeah, all, all it's there. big yeah. now. It's big. And then that's when so I spent the first few days with the main cast. So Stassi, Brittany, Katie, and then Sandoval, Schwartz and Jax. And then we all went to dinner. And then that next day, all the bit players were there. So it was like, there's James, there's Raquel, there's Billy. Wow, there's I mean, player. down to Guillermo. I mean, it went. Oh, it was everyone. Wow. It was Max, and that was ju- that was like for me, you know, being at the Golden Globes. I was so happy. <laughs> you were, so you were really waiting to meet that B team. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 For a true fan. Yeah. And Daniel, the photographer, didn't know anything about the show. So for him, it was like, like, it was like a fever dream. He felt high the entire time. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's like an acid trip. Uh, I I gotta know who, like, who did you, are you allowed to say like who you liked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who who you had a good experience with? Was was anyone like rude to you? No. Everyone was so genuine. And I I didn't explain this very well in the piece, I don't think, because it's taking me a while for it to marinate, you know, intellectually and as as so many things so many things do i vanderpump is like the perfect reality show because it is a reality generation like these are people that like stassi was on amazing race when she was young james james's family moved from the uk to beverly hills and basically like 
he wanted to get on TV when he was like 11 years old. You know, our gen, I mean, they are our generation ish. Yeah. Well, and also raised on exactly TV. raised on reality yeah. TV. So now instead of what reality TV used to be, which is like they have to find an organic group of people or put together a group of people, or sorry, they they don't have an organic group of people. So like Jersey Shore or whatever. And all the way back to the real world. Now there exists this organic, perfect group of waiters who are trying to be famous and they just tapped into this perfect thing. So that was the first question everyone asked me, are they the same as they are on TV? And the answer is absolutely 100% every single one of them. No one seemed like they were doing anything for the camera. So it's sort of like, but like, but in the, the artifice of it, like the fact that these are people raised on reality TV trying to be on a reality TV, like that creates actually more realism in that, like they are all, you know, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Star fucking they're, idiots. They're aware in of all yeah. of the tropes and the, yeah, exactly. And like, and what people kind of expect from a reality TV and the kind of the beats and plot lines and things. All, and they all deliver, which is not to say that it's necessarily, we're really getting philosophical, which is not to say that I don't, buy most of it still and maybe that's just me suspending my disbelief um but i certainly think that plays into how people act no but it's like like the fact that they're yeah like you said i didn't know stasi was on the amazing race so yeah it's like, yeah it's like these like these these completest completest no <laughs> um. <laughs> they're like engineered in a lab to be on a reality tv show but like because of that they actually can be their true selves because this is their true authentic selves Exactly. Reality exactly. TV characters. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I um, mean, I want to say your knowledge gaps really show through sometimes, but <laughs> oh, you haven't. My um, only some, knowledge. Some gap... of you guys haven't seen Vanderpump season one, and it really shows. Um, <laughs> my only knowledge gap is season one. That's, I guess, but that I guess probably one of the most important. You didn't even so. know Stassi's family was on The Amazing Race, so. and that she was on a show about being a little princess brat this is why i told you i i literally told him i was doing marketing for you i told will like you've got to read bridges piece like a dozen <laughs> times and the last i'll i'll mention it probably was like you know I, before i jerk you off too much was like i read so little even though i work in journalism but i like edit blogs so i read so little long form I mean, it was it was end. cut down too. I'm it was way sure. too many words. I'm sure, but like you know, if I actually read something to the end, that happens like once a quarter, maybe. And this was one of those things. So, <clears throat> if yeah. you uh, haven't read it yet, I definitely recommend it. Why don't we uh, get into this episode? A housewarming yes. divided. This is episode. Was it seven or eight of this season? Eight. God, I totally forgot that there was a housewarming that happened. Oh yeah, to me that was Sheena, right? An apartment warming, let's say. So this is, uh, yeah, a housewarming divided. Uh, going into this episode, sort of, uh, you know, still skating off the heat of uh, last week's very special episode about um, trans acceptance and cis privilege and fat phobia. Yeah. Political episode. It a very was political episode. As political as the show gets, um, honestly. There's still, I don't know, like. There's still just, to me, a cloud of cis privilege just sort of like hovering over Sir. It's toxic. However, this episode, you think it's going to be mostly still about that. However, by the end of it, it ends up in a different place, which is that of bisexual awareness and visibility. So we, And empowerment. Yeah. Absolutely. We, we shall get there. But to begin with, um, you know, it opens with Tom Tom. It's a crash to open so that they can host the Daily Mail TV party there. Well, but who, who among is us? that when you go to DailyMail.com and the little TV plays in the corner yeah. and you can't get shut it off? And it's playing out That's loud. Daily Mail it, TV? Auto, yeah, it's autoplay. Yeah, it's so it's annoying. not a television. No. Okay. You okay. can call anything TV now. Um, mm. look, like out, I, look out for Vanderpod TV in uh, Q3. On Cheddar. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get that Cheddar. When I go to the Daily that Mail website, deal. when I go to the Daily Mail website, I just want to see the page three uh, slags. I don't want to, you know, have a we'll little like. We don't have page box. three here, <laughs> Will. We're just trying to see some boobs, okay? Do we um, even have page three here? I think you have to go to the UK tab and then go to page oh, three. To but you know, that, you know that. You know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's You're what, going that's straight the real to UK. Trash I love yeah. having Bridget on to just <laughs> neg you as, as hard as I usually do. It really takes some of the pressure off. This is good. Keep it going. Sis privilege. S I S. So yeah, Tom Tom, it's a crash to open. They got to have the electricity, you know, the gas put in, and you know, the steampunk designer, the steampunk entrepreneur and visionary 
Still wants absolutely nothing to do with the Toms. Doesn't want to see them. Which get, I love. Which I love. Like, I mean, he's so scarred from his last interaction when they were being like dr- hung over. And yeah, annoying. they really seem to get in the way. But Wait. And he's very legit. And I think he's working on Lisa's new restaurant, which is in Vegas. The m- most recent announced one. So he's like a real person. What's the name person. of that one going to be? What's that it? one, I think it's called Vanderpump something like gardens or something vanderpump gardens i think so <laughs> i've never actually been to vegas so this is this will be as good of a reason as any oh marty's giving you the headbutt oh, he loves to headbutt by a kitty <laughs> hi do you like vanderpump he loves it he's he's a he's a well, patron saint of he the likes pie. negging me so yeah he, he fits right in on uh this show uh, but yeah. they get turned away. Yeah, yeah they get they basically Again, the they Toms... were turned away on the other episode. <laughs> they all they were doing trying to do was like a drive by to like see some progress, and the guy was like, "No, absolutely <laughs> not. Like I don't want to see those faces." And uh, they get basically can't blame him. They basically get dumped over the phone by Lisa. Like, but I, I loved it because. Sandoval just like cruises through the door. He's got his outfit in his like garment bag, and like he's he's ready to go. He's got his outfit all of picked course out. He's got a special, he had like four outfits. He's got a special <laughs> few outfit options to just to like drive by the restaurant. When I was with him, we had to wait for him for like twenty five minutes because he got this impromptu laser facial where they shot purple lasers into his face in the back of this barber shop. Oh yeah, they were all getting their yeah, haircuts and then he had the... to ice his face for twenty five minutes because it, it had was... just been shot with a laser exactly, gun. Exactly. Yeah. So he he really takes his um self care really seriously. Yeah. Well, it's I admirable. Mean, that's so important. That's so important. Well, and he does have good skin, so I can't knock it. No. Yeah. I mean, he has skin that's as taut as a a snare drum. <laughs> yeah, as as taut as his mind mind palaces. Um, uh, but yeah, they're they're super disappointed. You know, they're they're just so happy. To, they just want to go in there and just you know touch everything with their sticky candy covered <laughs> fingers. Get peanut butter all yeah. over everything. Uh, but the the uh, everyone's sort of attention and time is uh, diverted. You take a long ass road trip to West LA neighbor, the West LA neighborhood of Marina Del Rey, mm. and, and, and this, this episode is, this doesn't mean anything to me. We get a lot I, of I guess like this LA, is quite far away. We get a lot of LA traffic talk on this one. Well, yeah, they know? all had way more to... than usual. Oh yeah, yeah, they never they never well, talk about sir, traffic. So Sir and all all of the restaurants are all along. It's you you know you were there. It's like They're Vanderpump right Disneyland because there you can yeah. really walk around, and then they also all live pretty much there as well, oh, which really? is kind of scary because they really don't have any distance from it. <laughs> but yeah, so this is I guess this is one of the only times. And then if they were to drive to Lisa's house, that's really far. But I don't think she invites them too often. Yeah, I feel like they just show up there occasionally to be like, "Hey, will you officiate my wedding?" And she's like, "Oh, really? You should have called first." Um, <laughs> kind, of, kind of busy. <laughs> right. Check out the Remember swans. when it was, remember when Schwartz let one of the mini horses like in the house? Yeah, I and do. then had to shoo it out. Remember One her? of the mini horses. <laughs> yeah. She's got a menagerie in Beverly Hills. It's like goddamn Doctor Doolittle. She's a moat. Yeah, we love, we love her. Um, so yeah, they spent so yeah, they spent about ten minutes bitching griping about, about having to oh, drive. Oh, we gotta drive to the west side. Like, like oh, the four, the four hundred five to the ninety or whatever. And again, they're like increased. I, I've I've been noticing this on like, multiple episodes. They have little animations. Graphics. I don't they like have them. Graphics now gonna come right out and say it to me it's it's overdoing it cheesy and they so they've got a little stick drawing of like stassi's narrating like oh and then you take the 101 to the 405 and blah blah blah, and then they've got you know like a little a little stick figure i mean i always think it's annoying when you know la people like talk about like all the neighborhoods and their traffic and like oh marina del rey like oh it's so far out it's like come on it's not like she moved to Queens or Staten Island or yeah, you know and Bushwick like, or you know, something. I'm only tweeting about the L train being trapped on the L train <laughs> once every single day. So like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, about LA it people already. pipe down. All right, it's raining in New York right now. Yeah, okay? seriously. But at least we're talking about public transportation. They're talking about you know Car- cars and carbon car footprint. Toxic. Yeah, gross, gross. Yeah, Take the gold it. line. Take <laughs> the gold line. That's a so, the only one I know. Sheena's uh, very happy with her new place, although you know some of her castmates you know already talking shit about her new neighborhood not not supposed to be not very cool maybe a bit old it looks, I don't like, know. A, it looks like a nice enough place i love my little dig that lala got in which we noticed i don't know if we said on the pod but we noticed in the moving episode i was like 
how many fucking pairs of sunglasses does she have? She's got like 80 pairs of sunglasses. And set up like a sunglass hut. Yeah, exactly. And Lala was like, did she rob a sunglass hut? <laughs> and I was, you know, Lala always, to her credit. Street uh, savage. She, she's a savage. She um, gets good digs in. I, w- I think Marina Del Rey is sort of like moving to maybe like Brooklyn Heights or somewhere very nice and close to the water, but that is older yeah. because it's much more expensive and it's not cool and so and it's i mean it, that's not that far but right. yeah or like the west village or something where and that's why her apartment is very small i mean okay. it's very expensive yeah. so it's on the beach and we were we were saying during the episode it has a very wayfair vibe um, yes lots w- of women listening to this pod uh particularly if you get direct mailings in brooklyn <laughs> you you know what we mean by that light wood yeah. you know well yeah uh, what's your what's your guys review of uh, sheena's apartment uh, we actually rewind, rewound to get another go through. She's like showing off. She's got like a second room, which, you know, cool to live alone. Sure, and, sure. And have a two bedroom. Not cool to be like, this is my spare bedroom slash makeup room slash like cat room. And then uh, they pan around the room and there is so much fucking pointless decor in there. It's just like a mishmash of like the most basic there's like an yeah eye, deeply basic tower. deeply basic she's got multiple stuffed animals it's like just a name a basic bitch like decor trope and it's it's in there. i can't deal with the knickknacks that are text-based that's really hard for me like the, the <laughs> live art is so bad the live laugh love and then like random letters and like an it, s just if it's like a shitty little painting Sheena. you can like sort of which and I was pointing out that the Jackson Brittany and you reminded me that also the Bubba's we're have text based art. We're big fans and of the Bubba. That's arts. just really hard. I, I I think that takes the bric a brac to a completely new level. I don't know. I like text based art because I like reading. <laughs> you know, I think it's good to, I think it's good to well, read and we, every now and again. If we know again. anything about the Vanderpump crew, is that like they're really well read. You know, these are, these uh, are when Lala read the Fountainhead. Oh, oh my, my god. god, yes. That was She's a philosophical novel. Yes. Oh, that was oh and we had Jenny or the Jenny Holzer shirt, which oh, I, we yeah, have to verify, yeah. uh, but I think that's what I Billy was it's, wearing. It's Jenny Holzer. Uh Billy Wait, shows what's up, shirt? Billy shows up to the housewarming party wearing like a little crop that says raise girls, raise uh, boys and girls the same. Um, which I believe is one of the Jenny Holzer I think so. But it's been re- repeated well, it, so and it was in that font. But either way, she read it, I'm guessing. And she was wearing it uh, to get a little political mm. at this party, yeah. if you well, ask me. We're gonna, yeah, politics <laughs> Politics are confronted at this party. But uh, real quick, I just, the note I have about uh, Sheena's apartment. Uh, you will remember back when, uh, of course, she was married to Shay. Uh, Boy, their, do I. Their place was decorated <laughs> almost entirely with just like what appeared to be like they had it printed on canvas or something so it looked like paintings but it was all just like photos of them and their <laughs> wedding photos decorating like every square inch of their so house so many uh now now that sheena's it's the summer of sheena being single she just has just a giant photo of herself probably multiple we just only saw the one and i will say that is a bravo wide channel wide uh shared decorative trend to have giant photos of yourself, usually often naked or Absolutely. literally clothed. <laughs> Can you imagine having that kind of self-esteem? I certainly cannot. No. Well, and, and didn't Stassi's the one that did the um, photo shoot to try to sort of like get her groove back where she sort of did a oh, naked photo yeah, shoot. Yeah, was that yeah so they season? do that a lot. And I'm wondering what they do with the photos. I, well, I don't think she, her and Bo live together now. I don't think they, they don't have any obvious nude Stasi photos hanging in the apartment but we digress uh in the last night right before we get like to the first commercial break uh we do get we did we were treated to a great mo- flashback montage of all the times tom sandoval has cried on the show damn he's cried a lot and he's a he, crier when he like you know with, with, with Kristen and oh that was uh, a big cry with Kristen again <laughs> and also with Kristen, uh, but um, probably uh, just randomly when he was thinking about the notebook one day <laughs> at the hostess stand. And he's a very wet crier. Oh, oh his, fa- his, his whole face gets wet. His really. face gets wet at a couple times in this episode. And uh, so did Lala's. But we'll get to that. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> yikes. That's our first graphic. The, um, yeah, well, yeah, that's a yikes from me. Uh, no, but but, uh, also, of course, also not inaccurate. At, uh, at Schwartz's wedding when he wipes his eyes on the dog. 
Oh, that, that was, was so, good. so oh, good. Oh, yeah. So and like his, his nose is running too. It was like I really mean, big Library cry. of Congress. That that just little just a vignette of that. I, I think. I know. I want that. Um, but so, which that brings us to our first uh, commercial break and our first uh, musical interlude. <laughs> oh man, uh, which goes? Uh, this one goes. Everything seems brand new. Yeah. <laughs> Everything <laughs> seems brand Excellent. new. Yeah. I love my Wayfair furniture. Um. When the when your apartment's brand new, yeah, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, that's basically it. Um, and then that that carries us into the drama at oh, Sheena's. Oh house. wait, oh god, this is another really funny uh, quote though. Sandoval said, uh, g- "Going to West LA is like the Hobbit's journey there and back again, or something." So another literary reference from the uh, cast. That's, yeah, uh, that's n- no idea where he could. I have a lot. feeling he's seen the film. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that he's read the, the book. It's a uh, Hobbit's uh, journey to the end of Someone the night. Someone probably bought it for him for Christmas or something, and he was like, "Wow, this is so long." Um, and then James, uh, James and Lala talk at the party before the real fireworks go down, um, and says that he he wants to apologize to Randall, and he he has another brilliant idea to write a letter because mm. you remember uh, a couple seasons ago when he first pisses off Lisa he writes a letter to get back in her good graces letters are a great way to apologize people and love that personal so touch so James is going to apologize to Randall and I got to say James here's some advice you got to show respect it's about respect mm. he, should, he should spill some blood he you needs gotta, to kill a rival producer you got to you got to respect Randall you got to respect Gotti you got to <laughs> see Gotti you got to give Gotti a good review on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. You got to let people know it's actually a misunderstood masterpiece, mm-hmm. as I have done many mm-hmm. times before. And so, as they're making their piece, Billy comes in. Oh God! With shots, um, kind of as a little peace offering, and James immediately takes his leave because he knows where this is going, and perhaps the producers have been like, "And when Billy enters, you leave," um, and starts getting into it with Lala. I also gen- believe that genuinely that James doesn't want to talk about. I'm sure. I'm sure. I think <laughs> he's like anything that's. I rel- don't want to have anything remotely to sort of complex. I right. think he's like no. Well, and they're they're trying to Billy's trying to address uh, the tension the si- uh, and the cis privilege. The cis the privilege cis that she says Lala exhibited at the girls' night on the previous episode, and it escalates like really really quickly into uh randall shaming into randall shaming which as we all know as anyone who watches this show knows not uh, cool if you, if you come at if you come at lala's man uh you better you're, not miss you better not miss <laughs> and uh you're also gonna get uh fucking owned and you are not going on the pj anytime soon oh no oh no uh you know uh billy said like you know lala you're not better than anyone you're not better than anyone just because you have a rich boyfriend and then, oh, shit. of course lala says when you take it to my man you're being a low-down hoe. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, words yeah. were said, and I just think Billy and Lala, two very, uh, very sort of headstrong, uh, stalwart you know, women. I also women. think they can both get scrappy. Yeah, scrappy. Uh, they're not afraid to butt heads. I don't want to get between either of them. Not afraid really. of conflict, and it's just this is, uh, you know, they're yeah. gonna scrap. Yeah, uh, Billy threatens to go like basically trailer park. Her quote on mm, uh, Lala's slap her, ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's my my viewer frustration with these types of controversies Mm -hmm. and it's just sort of endemic to the format which is that billy want billy was obviously i I, i'm not denying that she felt left out and that people used her being left out to talk about oh she's not a real woman which is a story she told on this episode but she also wants to be on the show and like has has sort of acted in a way that you know you're trying to get airtime there's that goal yeah and that's so normal but there is this like fourth wall problem where like the girls can't say that yeah and they and billy also can't say well i'm on the show with you so why didn't you include me and so it's just this like very annoying elephant in the room and they can't really do anything about it but i do think that motivates all of this Mm -hmm. and that's why to have this like very complicated 
and sensitive conversation about Billy being trans is very difficult for the for everyone right. because nobody can talk about how they're all on a reality show. Right. And so it's like having this very serious conversation, but then this whole element has to be left out. And that's happened a few times. Yeah. It's, but, it's like a meta narrative. That's very that's very astute. It's it's annoying. Yeah, it is. Because it's just like well, we were talking about earlier how natural everything feels and they're just this group of friends that's fucking crazy and it's fun to watch. And then the, the, the artifice kind of jumps out when this happens. Right. And then it's all on Instagram too, which they also like is sort of weird. It's hard to talk about or hear right. people talk about Instagram. Well, well, and Ariana is trying is then I think Ariana the, is being trying to be like an ally yeah. to Billy and take I, her point of view, uh, you know, hear her out, acknowledge, you know, uh, her feelings, but also give her some sort of social media uh, tips and tricks about, she said, just write a draft and delete it. You don't I have think, to send I it. I think in the same way that uh, Billy, Billy's defense throughout this whole thing is, I never called them transphobic, which it is true that that word didn't leave her lips, but she very much called them transphobic without calling them transphobic by liking all of those tweets and comments. And, and oh, so, I think she knew so, totally what she was doing. Well, yeah, of course. And for her to pretend, you know, Ariana isn't really teaching her anything. And for Billy to pretend like liking all these comments, being like, oh, they're they're transphobic or whatever, um, I think is pretty disingenuous. That, that, that isn't sending a strong signal, but... But again, now we get into the again, like the the sort of the artifice of right, the right. plot, the format that this is taking place in. Uh, I would also like just to take this opportunity to suggest some, uh, give some social media tips and tricks of my own <laughs> mm-hmm. to uh, Billy, Ariana, don't, or anyone don't else tweet. who may be listening. Uh, no, like if someone pisses you off, if you send them um, an image of a gun, but if it's in a low enough resolution that the image is essentially tiny and can't be <laughs> opened up, uh, you're good. Or if you just say after everything, you like just be really nasty and be like, "Bitch, I'm gonna run you over with my fucking car," and then just put in brackets, "parody, not actionable, satire." Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. And also, if you send it to your group DM, um, oh yeah, just keep it in the group DM. You, you, you can say you anything. You rid there. it of its power. Yeah, you know, exactly. my suggestion was, uh, you've got a really fire mean tweet in your head. Type it out, save it as a draft, and take a look at the the next morning. If you still want to send it, go go wild, uh, or a like, letter, yeah. as James says. Oh yeah, yeah. Take your tweet to a letter. People should start reading out, writing out mean tweets as uh, letters and sending them. That's a good idea. Sending them through the mail. That's just like hate mail. <laughs> 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 We've invented threatening mail. <laughs> I'm cutting out like my like hmm, replies to Will in magazine letters. Oh yeah, and, yeah. If you and cu- pasting them on. Uh, but uh, no, I have to like, do not lick the stamp or envelope. Your DNA <laughs> is on there. It can be linked back to you. Okay, wear rubber gloves when you cut out the magazine, and you know, like, uh, like I said, get someone else to lick the stamp and letter for you. So that that kind of situation is kind of dispensed with with the the housewarming party uh it's pretty much put to bed god hope we get to see sheena's apartment from other angles again well we also get adam oh, in this yeah. scenario he's my best friend uh, she's my best Sheena friend finally reveals after like a month's long lobbying effort that her and they've adam, banged they finally banged it out and now she's like playing coy about it even though she's said again and again on the show basically like i'm throwing myself at him and like he doesn't want to i think sheena has a broken man picker gene yes i think he is robert two point whatever like he just wants to be on the show right he hangs out with guys from the bachelor clearly also trying to be in that orbit yeah and so i just don't i don't see this going on we got this little taste of it when you know at some point in the episode he says that they should stop spending time together. I just think it's not going to go well. Oh, he says <laughs> Sheena's kind of like, you know, she's being again, a little coy, coy. excited. She's, she's not being like, Oh, Adam can put again. She got that D Adam can put together a bed in seven minutes. She's not going quite that far. Um, but she is She's saying that her new, her new catchphrase is he's like my best friend. Right. But then they, they show Adam being like, let's, let's not spend tonight together. Yeah. We could use a night apart. So like, yeah, uh, that's rough. Things are going so well, you know, like the first few times you're having sex that he's already like, uh, let's, let's not spend the night together. I find that thing about like when women have sex with men, 
like some hormone is released and they're obsessed with them. Oxy that thing. I find that so obnoxious and not true and vandalizing and horrible but with sheena i'm like i think this is true i think you have oxytocin because she's just like she she's like a a psychopath i I think she's like a little baby duckling where she's imprints on like every man and then she can't like free herself in like uh like in in like like uh evangelical or like right wing like uh what, what passes for sex education is that they tell the girls that like your body has a limited supply of oxytocin and like the, the more you fuck, it's just going to be depleted and you're not going to be able to feel love well, or they're happiness. Not, they're not talking about oxytocin. They're just like every time you no, fuck, they, they, no, you're they, giving away a piece of yourself. No, but they've used, they've now had this oxytocin thing to give it a, a, a veneer of scientific uh, credibility. Mm, mm. So oh my God. There's an oxytocin crisis going on that in this sucks. country right now. That sucks. But what I do love is that uh, Sheena, Sheena revealing this transitions into... Uh, as we know, she was trying to get back into the acting biz. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. she's gonna start playing young moms, uh, despite her best <laughs> efforts. And so, for some reason, she's doing a photo shoot. She says, "I've done a lot with comedic stuff in terms of acting in the past. Unintentionally comedic yeah, roles." But she said, "I'd like done. to push myself and you know, like be murdered or something." And uh, I gotta say, I would love to see her in that role. Would love. I love that. Uh, like the like like she's like the opposite of doing a comedic role is just being is just being killed on camera. There are, there are two. I mean, it's kind of sad. Very serious yeah. to die. There are either funny women or there are women You're dead. being killed by axe murderers. Yep, and, yep, yep. You know, again, show me the lie. Well, I think this is a good opportunity to test you a little bit and <laughs> ask for your favorite Sheena Shea song. Can you freak, bitch? Name name another Damn it. one. Yeah, name the other one. Oh fuck! <laughs> he uh, only knows one. We're gonna we're gonna win all day. No, no that's way. similar. <laughs> uh, at least in syllables. Well, but he knows all. You're the royal- close. He knows the royalty free formula. He's just putting words together now. Um, good as gold. Because you're good as gold. Oh yeah, you're, that, you, yeah. Okay. See, the worst thing he missed. I keep harping on this. The worst thing he missed about not seeing season one was her performance, Ugh. her live performance, where she had the backup dancers. I mean, can you freak bitch is unparalleled. Tops, tops, tops. <laughs> it is really, yeah. It, can you freak bitch is worse than the royalty free <laughs> music that, that we that I said it honestly that I, that, that I it honestly is and but you know so I'm sad she's not singing on the show anymore but I'm hopeful that we'll get to see her maybe at some well auditions. so she also wants to be she told me on the hills because she moonlit oh, yeah, she yeah, had I a moon moonlighting that. role on the hills oh yeah like an uncredited yeah like, she was like friends with Rachel the bartender but she wants to be on the hills reboot so I pray for her I support that do you like are you a Sheena Sheena fan not I, I, Sheena to me is what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. I don't find her as um, offensive. offensive as some other people. Her eyelashes alone take hours. So she's got a lot on her plate. I say this as someone who has never successfully put on false eyelashes before. I know. Yeah. Her. She has anime eyes all the time. Yeah. Her story has been really dark and so that is kind of a strange thing to think about like her wedding and the divorce and her husband drained their bank account and that's you know so like i yeah she she's sort of like a very fragile presence and so i yeah i mean i don't know she's still here yeah she really like they're like especially during the the season where her marriage is falling apart and then you see her the next season she's mooning over rob and rob is so clearly not uh mooning back she does a lot to elicit my sympathy but then all of her other conduct i'm like oh she makes it so hard she makes it so hard but um when she was doing uh the headshots for uh, acting. Uh, you you caught a good moment, uh, Bridget, where she's talking again about the acting class last week, where she faked an orgasm, and she said it's like the the scene in when Harry met Sally, and for some reason Adam is there in the room, like her new <laughs> yeah, yeah, Adam's is just there, there to get the headshots, and like you you caught the moment where she said like uh, she made reference to when Harry met Sally, and like you totally caught the like he has no idea what that <laughs> is. Hell no, he's just like like nodding. And then like, when she elaborates, faked an orgasm, he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Okay, all right. I got you. Got me. Yeah. Adam must be like twenty-two. Can you? Adam twenty-two. I was just thinking about this name. Literally, one characteristic 
like a, a personality quality about Adam. Oh, he's got big teeth. No, that's not. That, oh. that's, <laughs> that's, that's that doesn't physical. count. Name anything about his character. He knows how to put furniture together. Uh, no, he's, he's nothing. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's a, he's a blank character. Anyway, the photo shoot sucks. I'm not sure why it's in this episode. I think it was a little. It was a little. It was a little filler. This was a very Stassi light episode. Yeah. While they were there, the people who didn't go were who. Stassi, Katie, and Kristen. Kristen. They did not avoiding James. They were at brunch. They didn't go to the housewarming party because they were avoiding James. And, and I think that's probably almost didn't drive. All we saw them until the end. Yeah, yeah. Which is uh, which is sad. I we like. Do, we do though. After this, finally get to the 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 big reveal of the, Tom Tom to the boys. You know, uh, they're pulling up, and uh, Schwartz says, "You know." Ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to be a one one hundredth share owner of a bar, <laughs> and now that That's dream, what every little boy dreams, is about. coming true. You know, but they're they're outside, and you know what? Lisa puts a blindfold on the boys, and I was like, "Hello, it's sweet." Oh, all right, oh, yeah. all right, all right <laughs> down boy. Um, no, but, but Schwartz keeps saying, "This is the sexiest place I've ever seen in my life." I, I mean, mean, I believe him. I do. Sexy. Did you guys? I mean, you guys were there. You're a couple. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you, do you guys find it sexy? No, I was still trying to get the dirt taste out of my mouth from that red bell pepper shot. Billy. I wouldn't say I found it uh, sexy. I found it um, uh, haunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really had a presence about it. Yeah, it was like a like an, a Bergman film. Or yeah, something. I can't I say it. Know. I can't say it like got me hot being there, which I think is what Lisa wants out of her properties. Like, not only are sexy people there, but like they're feeling sexy there. And I was. I basically felt dumpy yeah. in all of LA, so I, I probably felt <laughs> I mean, even more the, so. You should have seen my outfit. I wore oh, it was I wore a sweater because I thought it would be cold because it was October. Right. I was just like schwitzing at this <laughs> table. They're all wearing like little yeah, crop, yeah, crop, yeah, tank tops, and yeah, shit, little band. I literally felt like oh man, dumpy doesn't even begin to describe. But Tom Tom, well, to all that. the Sir restaurants, I think quantity is quality. And the more shit you have on a surface, the more textures and fabrics and woods and lights that are around you is the sexier it's going to get. more sensory experience is better. Yeah, Yeah, it's sort of like being in a junk shop (laughs) 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 or something. But it's like feels, you know, a little elevated. Like Lisa's style is... um, eclectic and she's absolutely a maximalist like oh totally there are succulents on the walls i didn't realize this when they were when we were there but i only noticed it in full light on the episode there are like three dominant colors going on in there there's like purple there's like teal there's like really it's like really fucking colorful in addition to all the steampunk shit there is so much going on and it looks out on a dog park did you do you guys clock that no it was dark on a dog park that is so the vip table looks at the dog like you know you go through the back and then through the back you can see this green space and it's a it's a dog park i didn't know (laughs) that oh that's funny and of course sandoval cries so it it works (laughs) i don't know if i would describe it as sexy i would just say I've felt worse in places being gone off an edible and uh, like five or six drinks. How about this? We were definitely ready to go home after (laughs) Mm. that. Um, It's perfect, though, for what it is, which is the brilliance of Lisa Vanderpump, which is that you want it to be as outrageous as possible. And and it's got to seem like it was on your TV and that giant clock. I'm like, okay. Yeah. This this is, is, yeah, exactly. This came from television. Yeah. So, you know, uh, it works. This brings us to our next uh, music break, which was, um, it's about to go off like a firework. (laughs) Katy Perry is yeah. her, her lawyers ripping, are busily ripping it off. Yeah, they've <laughs> like got a takedown notice drafted right DMCA now. DMCA request. Yeah, uh, and we get Bridget. Do you want to do you want to remix that at all? That track. <laughs> you want to you want to spit some heat on that? There was yeah. one last week that was literally party, 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 and <laughs> I thought my brain so, was like you were having a atrophying, but like, it was true. Happening. I mean, I would listen. <laughs> I was drunk enough. Yeah, I mean, I, my hands would be up. I'd be doing that white girl thing. Sure. Hey. 
So, no, I think that's perfect the way it is. Yeah. Thank we, you, we Will. Sh- we shift now to uh, the boys mm, who are, you hat know, club. doing what doing what guys <laughs> like to do, which is... Wear fucking stupid wear hats. Wear fucking hats <laughs> with your bros. Wear fedoras. Wear a pork pie hat. Wear a fucking kit helmet. <laughs> And you blow, <laughs> blow job shots with the boys on your birthday. So masked. B-Day birthday if shots. If I had a nickel for every time one of the, the Chapo boys is ordering BJ shots for all the rest of them, and I come over and they're all wearing a dumb, one hat is dumber than the next. I would got, you have a, a propeller a full on. dollar? I would have I would have like two bucks, <laughs> you know, honestly. What the fuck is a blowjob shot? So anyway? we it, looked, think it looked terrible. It was, like it was creamy, it. which yeah. is disgusting. Yeah, it kind of seemed, uh, Peter is seen making one for Lisa and it involves like at least three kinds of liquor and then cream on top. So I have to imagine it's kind of a dessert shot. You know, maybe there's some, it like, looked like it filled their mom. mouths and throats with cream. Will Will was watching this like, damn, I got to get me one of those. But what was funny was that when Sandoval took the shot and he like made this hole as 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 he does, like d- with a flourish, yes. took it all down in one go, and then the guys were all like, Ariana's a very lucky lady, as if what? somehow him <laughs> swallowing like a, a semen metaphor yeah. was somehow like like what what would she get out of that? These people occasionally talk about sex in ways where like I'm babies. Like, I'm like, maybe you actually haven't ever like done this or talked about this. Um, well, over over the B day drinks though, we we uh, we reveal you know a major uh, sort of right. fissure in the the Sandoval Ariana relationship, which is Ariana's uh, reluctance to uh, have kids. Yes, which Sandoval says is a deal breaker for him. Which is the first time he's ever actually said so in so many words. They've kind of danced around the issue of like Ariana is very firm on. Uh, oddly enough, she, she doesn't want to be pregnant. She or, give birth. or give birth. She's like pregnancy phobic. Which is real. Yeah. Which is real. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to, yeah. I, I mean, you oh. know, it is, it does change your body irrevocably. And she also very much does not want to get married. And she, I feel, I feel like she has a family, like some family issues, a family story. I think she's very clearly got a lot of stuff. But I do think these people are on a shockingly accelerated track for their like age group and demographic. Like they're really young in LA and, but I don't know if it's the show or if it's the specific Insta influencer community that they're a part of where like, it's very natural that like Stassi, for example, like will be a mommy blogger, you know, like I feel like there's a lot of pressure. So I don't, yeah, I I don't know what's going to happen. Because I feel like Vanderpump Kids is what's next in like the narrative drive of this. That could be the spinoff. I remember thinking watching the first season, I was stunned by many things. Mm. But one of them being uh, these people date for three weeks and then they move in together. Really. It was like Saucy and Jax moved in together after like three or four dates. And I was like... What what the fuck? It was very so the accelerated pace is very much true. I did like though uh as soon as Sandoval reveals anything uh personal or like intimate about himself or his relationship, uh Jax of course just pounces. Oh, he's just, like, waiting just, for like, it. You're wasting your time, bro. Like you're wasting your time. You got to have the like conversation now. Like what what if you move in together and she still doesn't want to do it? You'll be fucked then. He's just like he just wants everyone in like a vice at all times like Jax is so intense. I think Jax's reform has only been superficial and he knows it. And I think he's just as scared as, of fucking up as everyone else. You know, he's just so tense. He's like so tightly coiled all the time. He's really intense in person. Very friendly. Mm-hmm. Lovely man. Scary man. I think he knows he's <laughs> closely watched. Um, and... Coiled potency. <laughs> he and Brittany are so interesting because, like, even though, yes, she's very sweet, love her accent, she moved here, like, to be with him on the show. And so, yes, he's evil or had his evil past. Right. But she also sort of, like, came here. So that's got to be what's going on there, you know? They're right. Like even a, though we very much, you know, Brittany is absolutely cast as the purest right, character on right. the show. You know, like she, and also somewhat reluctant to be involved, certainly in any of the drama, but, you know, like. Well, and I think her freaking out last episode was like, she just wants, now she's on the show, she's got the ring, let's like move on. Yeah. And it's a very much like, 
we want a new storyline. <laughs> when I want a new storyline all the yeah, time in my yeah. life, like, please give me a new storyline. Yeah, please oblige. So the, uh, the, the, the B-Day Fedora BJ party continues at a cigar bar. Like ad- adjacent? They just seem to They move. went down to the basement. Yeah, they seem to move rooms and suddenly <laughs> and like they're all swirling cognac. James and, arrives. And, and James arrives, also wearing a dumbass hat and a scarf. And this is where uh, Sandoval gets in uh, trouble. Mm. Uh, having a few drinks with the boys, having some cigars and brandy or whatever. They start getting into guy talks. Yeah, guys. This, stuff, this guys is why, being dudes. This is why I don't allow Will to hang out with any group of guys larger than two. Um, because, you know, when Wait, you, two others or two including? Uh, uh, t- two others. Mm. Yes, yeah. That's a loose leash you got there. Um, yeah, I know, I know, right? They just, <laughs> but when you put boys together, they just get into trouble. And what they do is they talk guy stuff. They, 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 talk, they talk sex stuff. They talk sex stuff, maybe that you shouldn't about your uh, intimate partner. Sandoval spills the beans that Lala and Ariana have hooked up. That he was literally driving them in a car, and Lala was like, Ariana, come in the back seat. I'm about to go down. And uh, apparently that that took place. You can't see how excited Will looks right now, (laughs) but he's just so... Talk about whole face sweating. Yeah! (laughs) Yeah, it looks like he's been doing a Sandoval cry. And so, then, so sweaty. He's then, wiping his face on the cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then James, uh, not wanting to be left out, starts talking about how, oh. Lala, how Lala is a damn freak. And he keeps talking about this. She does handstands. And I was just wondering how. Wow. I thought. What? I thought I, I knew about all the juvenile, like, you know, uh, idiotic sex things. All the shit on Urban Dictionary. Yeah. Like, what uh, happens once dirt. she's in the headstand? Yeah, exactly. I, I still don't get it. Is it like Maybe it's of- just demonstrating, like, core strength. Honestly, I'd balance, you know. This bitch does Pilates. <laughs> Is it you like, know it. If she's on... Un- if she's in a headstand, then maybe, maybe the man is just simply standing. Well, so, okay, yeah. The man is, is it standing. Is like a sort of upside down <laughs> blowjob yeah. or something? It's a vertical 69. No, you could be fucking her if she's in a handstand. Maybe she's up against a wall, you know. That's cheating. Or maybe he's got her legs. He's got her legs. Either way, not his business well, to be talking about the headstand. I know, I know. And he's just trying to one-up what is like clearly like a hot story Although, albeit one that is absolutely not Sandoval's to tell, uh, I did and, like, and, the, and Jax just basically tells him to sit down. I, I love it though because like Jax immediately is like, like, better watch it. You better watch it. Like, you're not coming to the birthday party. And then James is like, mate, I already bought the skates. You can't <laughs> tell me I can't come now. I bought the skates, which just brought to mind for me. Just how many stupid parties they do that have a theme or costume. It's like, just how much shit do they buy? Oh, a lot, a lot. Just to go to one party. I would, give, like, it's, it's baffling. If I me. made my friends do half of the bullshit that they do, I would have uh, even fewer friends than I have now. We could have a theme party for you, but yeah. we would have to get. What would it, it would have to be a really expensive theme. <laughs> I can't even wear com- gold com- gold plates Versailles I mean uh. the fact that these two grown men were like or one grown man of the pair was using his roller skating 70s was it 70s party yeah, 70s, 70s party yeah. to dangle over the head of this poor you know sober DJ <laughs> poor sober DJ <laughs> that like we, that we, was we, just we, so actually, rough can we, can we host a party we'll host an elaborate theme party that'll raise money for sober DJs because there are DJs that's there. a rough life they have to we be should there have a, we should have a countdown clock for James's sobriety um you know, like one of those, one of those like accident clocks. In days, a, without days without <laughs> drunken uh, meltdown. Uh, I uh, think that would end very negatively. I know, I know. Uh, but yeah, this this thing like escalates, and I think from there it goes. There, there's like a short other scene where uh, you're in Jackson Brittany's apartment, <laughs> and Lala's there, and Jax, of course, immediately <laughs> says to Lala, basically like. Oh, guess what I heard about and you? But we get to see Lala, uh, always gangsta, Ride keeps her mouth shut and t- denies it. She even lies though, yeah, because she, she lies. hasn't because she hasn't talked to Ariana yet. Again, respect. I loved that the juxtaposition of her keeping the secret while taking her top off for the 
girls night poster it was I'm like a Lala feminist yes it was incredible yeah. Yeah. you mentioned also the text-based art but uh we finally noticed that like the the couples based art because like all the, they live in like the same apartments basically the just same one building, on the same building right, right. couple same couples layout. initial ba- couples yeah. initials based art do you guys have any of that I'm looking around well, uh, <laughs> well not not yet well, no, but, uh, not yet Jackson uh, click, Brittany, click on my Amazon wish list Jackson Britney's was just about like the states they're from it was like Kentucky yeah, and it's Brid- Kentucky and Michigan yeah Brittany, Kentucky and Michigan Brittany pointed this out I had, we had never noticed it before you just call me Brittany s- sorry oh no no God, it's a compliment I love it. I love it. You can be Kristen. (laughs) You got me. No, no. Wait. Oh, oh. Absolutely not. No, she's a Stasi. She's a Stasi. Yes, yes, yes. Power. Uh, No, but I'm thinking maybe a big W I, and then like an arrow or heart, and then a big N Y. You know. Yeah, that'd be really cool. That's like the states we're from. We d- we need like a cool pet name. That would spell out weenie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should get it. We should get it uh, spelled right. out horizontally. Or I smell a tattoo. I I've been lobbying him ever since uh, Tom Schwartz got the the flaming bacon or whatever on his ass. I was like, um, Will. He's such a mensch. He's the best. <laughs> I know. I know. So but then we quickly from that we get to see the fallout. Sandoval shows up at Sir goes to Do the, we know how Ariana found out? Lala called her. Lala. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Lala, Lala forgot about that. Was basically like uh yeah. And just stares daggers at him and then he's like what's up and she you know goes in on she him goes immediately in hard. to her credits. And then she said you know she says like uh you know my sexuality and like women's sexuality is not just something like that's fun for cool dudes and I was like wait what? I know like, that must have been that must have right been hard now. for you to hear. <laughs> yeah. I know this is Will's. This is like gender and women's studies one hundred and one. I mean, Will. you know, it's like, oh, did you know? You uh, live and you learn. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. By this watching is, TV, we've learned, it's like we've, Andrea Dworkin <laughs> for Will. Yeah, we've learned so much the last two episodes. Um, just about how to talk about this stuff. I know. Yeah, I know. Talk really, about to, a, a two. This has been a two-parter but, after school special. But, also really good. He's coming like from the stupid hat party. <laughs> He's and then still wearing to this Pharrell off, hat. Goes, no, go away. You're annoying. Your hat's annoying. Your face is annoying. <laughs> she really, I was True. so she dressed him down. Proud of, of that interaction. Yeah. Also because he admitted that he just told the guys because he was quote unquote annoyed at the situation, which we interpreted as like, he was annoyed that they didn't ask him to join in. I think, but he I mean, I I guess he thought maybe they would ask him to pull over. And his fantasy, they're like, please, please come back here. But they were literally like, you're our Uber driver in our sex car. I mean, clearly they had it under control. Well, it's like when when I was growing up and my sister and I would want to ride in the backseat and my mom would be like, one of you get up here. I'm not a taxi driver. I mean, Sandoval was like, I'm not your taxi driver. Yeah, this isn't. Yeah, this I, is, I either you, get in the back yeah, of, what do you the, think? of the fuck <laughs> bus or... Uh, Invite like, me! I'm pulling this, this car right over yeah, if you guys on. don't knock that off. But that's this, so this Sandoval. That's so Sandoval to be like, Invite me, I please. I think he also just like, felt left out rather than like actually wanting to be involved. Yeah. Also, there's also a little aside where during the boys' chat with the cigars where he's kind of like, yeah, I didn't like want to fuck Lala. No, know? but also in the past we've heard about their sex life right ariana and tom yes and that she's like not as satisfied whatever or they she was like not into sex <laughs> that was a or like that was tom a- tom had occasionally railed on about like basically we're not having sex enough yes 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 Which, so that must be sensitive for her to then yeah well absolutely. Sure. and i i said this during the episode she's totally in the right and speaks really eloquently about this basically which is like you know i don't i, I don't go around labeling myself i've had relationships with men and women and bisexual know, pride yeah bisexual pride bisexual visibility and also like no labels my sexuality she's basically you know tom my sexuality is not like is not uh for men's consumption in story time form she so, was wearing something really stupid but was. he was wearing something more stupid yeah and it worked in yeah, her she, favor she he was wearing the seinfeld like like puffy shirt like the stupid pirate shirt from Seinfeld. Oh, so we're we're no no that's things. later. Uh, he yeah. w- he was wearing the stripe blue striped open 
shirt oh, with yeah. the hat. They, they talk about it again before the roller skating party, and he's which hilariously again they always seem to have serious conversations when like he's wearing the dumbest costume <laughs> exactly. oh my god well like, and he's dressed like the an dressed, ice king the, the the bachelor bachelorette party when they're dressed as women in oh. drag and sandoval kicks the door open and says look at him about schwartz oh that is oh my, my god favorite oh my god the world. Woman. and then like Charissa is just on oh. the toilet, on the toilet like <laughs> leave me alone looking confused out of the door like sort of like a dog that's been scolded it's it so good that look at a, him that was such an look at him he called him a battered woman <laughs> which you know no not a laughing matter but uh, again uh schwartz well, in is, that context schwartz is drunk as fuck on the toilet i'm sure <laughs> it's he's, so I'm good sure he's, like, the, the room is spinning they're all wearing like, wigs it's incredible all, like wearing fake oh boobs. thank you for reminding me of yeah that. that that was a, that's a good love that memory so we get uh yeah we get like the big you know she, and then ariana was like you know i don't like to label things but i guess you know it's all out there now on the tv show so uh they, they seem to you know I don't know, make up, kind of, he says. Yeah, well, and I, more They so, hugged or something, yeah, a kiss or yeah, something. They, they get it together before the party because, you know, no one wants to be fighting at the party. I do think I there must fun. be a certain sensitivity also about things that happen off camera and, yeah. like, how obnoxious it is to not clarify with the people you're with. Are we going to talk about this or not? Like, point. that would yeah. very much piss me off. Yes. So I can see why she was mad. Right. But the timing of that was also crazy because, like, it's the same day, so the cameras are just following him. So right. it's almost like she couldn't have even denied it if she right, wanted to. Right. But it turned out actually okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, and there's a scene, really the only thing. I didn't care about the roller skating birthday party at all. Um, it was a 70s even though, even though, Yeah. Except we had, I did like it in so much as Jax got to say the 70s were his favorite era <laughs> even though he was born in 79, 79. but yeah. just like the music the the look just he, everything about it i you mean know? sheena dressed up as the 80s once also and these people have a very loose understanding of uh, eras um but there is a scene at the roller party disco party uh between ariana and lala again two cool cucumbers just being like leveling about lala's like yeah, basically, I was, you know, I was calling you. I, I, I didn't feel bad lying to Jax's face. Like, I wanted to talk to you about, like, getting our story straight. And if you wanted me to lie, like, we would have taken that to the grave. And, uh, again, I thought that was very cool. And, you know, Ariana respects that Lala wasn't going to, like, put her on blast for something maybe she didn't want public. Yeah, the women are good, which yeah. is why I think Billy also gets annoyed yeah that she's not a part of it which right. we see again at the roller skating party where they talk about it again yeah and we forgot that billy and lisa have another scene talking about it so this is like the third s or fourth scene in this whole yeah. thing lisa yeah, you know, just to clarify little, it's actually a little tiresome at this point <laughs> yeah I mean, just i'm clarify, like i'm over it just to clarify though you know lisa says that homophobia <laughs> transphobia not that, okay that, that is against everything that sir stands for oh of so, course yeah uh, in case sir, you didn't know. sir stands for three things. Sir uh, has won several not awards. Not transphobia and not, really, not gen no really, really shitty chicken piccata. Those are the three <laughs> things. Sir with capers for. with so many capers. Uh, uh, Billy apologizes to Katie. Katie gives a tepid, very very lukewarm acceptance of this apology. And Billy's like, "Oh, do you just want this? Do you just want this like all this negativity to continue?" And Katie's like, "Meh." She's like, you're invited. Yeah. She's like, come. Well, yeah. well, she does masterful play. She's like, well, yeah, I mean, we're doing it again on Tuesday. You're invited. Please you've come. Always, you've always been invited. Please, please come. You know, like just the, like it's the kind of invite to a party where if someone said that to me, I'd be like, All it right. was a pretty unpleasant All interaction. Right, so I'm not supposed to come, huh? It was frenemies territory. Definitely. Let's let's Definitely. say that. Um, and then, uh, akin to Lala and James yeah. right. are having it out just a little bit. Well, no, a lot. Lala is like, again... Don't talk about my headstand. Yeah, basically, James, like, I forgave you fucking again, and here you are talking shit about my sex life again. 
and like what what's wrong with you and Raquel <laughs> I was saying this episode was blessedly free of Raquel uh, no I know. more Raquel I know. Bridget, Bridget likes some Raquel Bridget, Raquel you, you is you my bot you said you love Raquel because she's like a, a sentient doll she's a bot she's the best <laughs> really and is. in this scene she was just like slowly rolling in the background like not moving her upper body <laughs> she was she was clipping into the background like a the video like a video game character right, was glitching right. or and something. eventually you know uh Lala and James I don't know maybe they accept each other's apologies or whatever <laughs> then she kind of skates into the frame and Lala's like oh yeah also I'm sorry I called you a twat and Raquel just makes a face but like, what I liked about that with Lala said it was unexpected and the way she says it she goes so goes yeah Raquel and I'm sorry for calling you a twat and like and it's like she it's like she just says it again, it again. It just, she calls her a twat again reminder I still called you a twat because <laughs> yeah, um, she wasn't expecting it she was like probably forgot it Lala by that point. and, and boss Raquel's bitch. reaction is just like she's like a hentai is that yes. the pillow girlfriends yeah, waifu uh, I think it's I believe it's called the waifu uh, wh- sorry what's the difference what is hentai Will I, I thought that was uh, hentai is, oh, is, okay. that, that's that's the uh, the tentacle pornography. Oh, sorry. Kurt Eichenwald uh, tweeted it's, it's about. It's like anime porn. Right? Yeah, 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 anime if porn. Oh. If I'm incorrect about this, absolutely do not correct me. Wait, I, so I then what's the girlfriend pillows? It. Oh, it's called oh, a wife waifu, I think. A waifu. You think? Oh, he thinks. <laughs> oh, I'm not oh, sure. Oh, I've heard tell on the internet. I've, uh, I've uh, heard it on NPR I've once. Perused websites. It was, like, it was an episode of This American. The Life. Daily. It was Michael. I heard Barbara. about it on the Daily. It was Michael yeah. Barbara. The Daily on Wayfu. <laughs> daily Wayfu. It's gotten dangerous and unacceptable yeah. in, in the Wayfu community. She really reminds me of a p- Japanese pillow yes. girlfriend made flesh, <laughs> which is. I just, Except I think she's, she's so skinny. She wouldn't be a very comfortable pillow. You know, they'd have to, no. they'd have to kind of flesh her out for the pillow. But James version. is also skinny, so maybe they just sort of knock together <laughs> sweetly. It feels like two trees. At night, it just sounds like someone knocking on a hollow, a hollow stump. Oh, that makes me so sad. Their their hip bones just uh, slowly grind together. Wow, that is a visceral image. You are all welcome. And uh, that concluded the episode. Uh, next week's episode looks fairly boring. There's yeah. like no no real hot uh, like stingers to preview next week's episode. So hot stingers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roast them. That's a mixed metaphor. Uh, well, no, I think I'm just too because of all the the because of the the blowjob shots. I was I was so primed for hot stingers to be some sort of euphemism. I'm in such a literary kind of philosophical headspace after I watch this show. You know, it really puts me on a different plane. So I'm, I feel equipped to correct your metaphors. Correct away. Uh, <laughs> um, I would, I would say a, a, a stinging uh, stinger or uh, what did you say? Oh, I get a hot stinger. Oh, you can't have a hot stinger. You can't have okay. a hot, a, a hot stinger. Anyway, we'll be, we'll be, I'll, I'll be editing this portion of the, uh, <laughs> the show out. But uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, that's uh, we're so we're uh, we did it. Yeah, it's we another, did it. It's yeah. been another Vanderpod. Uh, another Vanderpod. Bridget, the ca- you were such a good guest. Are, the, I'm thrilled. This, this the most Bridget, the most learned, not, not uh, Brittany. The I, most learned uh, Vander Vanderpump. You truly elevated scholar. this yeah. form. I have a lot of institutional knowledge and understanding and it just feels good to share it i i am so happy to have been a recipient we'll have to have you back and we will link to uh the vogue article in the uh show description yes please disable your ad blocker (laughs) it's a dark time save a job um and yeah so if you if you're someone who considers themselves you know a, a fan of vanderpump rules and you haven't read that profile Definitely click on that in, or the, just read the captions. Yeah. That's fine. Or you know, I mean, like, and also, also, like, people are really busy. As, um, <laughs> you know, the, I have to, I have more than one podcast. Um, but you know, like, as the preeminent America's preeminent scholar, on, you. on on Vanderpump Rules. Really I mean, are. I just think it's you know interesting that you know you're on our podcast, Vanderpod with Will and Catherine, and mm. you know, have not made any you know appearances or even been invited on any other Vanderpump podcast. Pretty messed up. Uh, I would say I'm from a maverick sort of intellectual dark web <laughs> of the Vanderpump you're, scholars. You're a provocateur. Yeah. I, uh, some people don't like that. We're a band of outsiders. I mean, uh, other, other Vanderpump podcasts would, they'd prefer to have someone on the show. That's like, I don't know, 
a version of Jax that knows about the Middle East and Syria. Yeah. Shall mm-hmm. we say? Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Interesting. We'll see what we'll see what happens to that. Very interesting. Um until next time, guys. Until next time. Bridget. Thanks. Thank guys. you so much again. Thank you. Bye. Bye.